All right, and we are live. Happy Friday, fellas. What's up? Yes, sir. Man, so uh, Roy, what you what you been up to, man? It's been a while since you've been on the show, bro. Yeah, I just been working and uh doing my TikTok. Yeah, right. Your TikTok been fire, bro. Yeah, trying to gain more more viewers and, and, and shares. Tell everybody where they can find it, man. At Royal Smokes. You can find me right there on TikTok. Royal Smokes on TikTok. Um, how many videos you put out? A few videos this week, haven't you? Yeah, I put out probably about three or four. Okay. Yeah, everybody, please check out uh, uh, Roy's TikTok, Royal Smokes. It's it's actually pretty fucking dope. Um, you know, it's all most of it is transcendent matters, um, and it's all really good shit. Um, you know, he's out there using his voice and and speaking. You know, just being a, a voice out there, just trying to help encourage people and help people understand certain realities. So, sorry, man, I'm, I'm speaking on your shit. Shit. Nah, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I, just, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I speak enough on it. They, are, they, they, they know what I, they know what I need from them. They know I need that support that, that them shares. Hmm. And uh, everybody, we got a newcomer today, uh, Corey Delano. Corey, tell everybody about yourself, man. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, so, like, right now, I'm living in Red Bluff, California, working on a construction site. Um, I'm in bridge construction at the moment. Um, I'm a certified welding inspector. We're uh, retrofitting a bridge nearby, and I'm inspecting all the welds uh, that we're putting on that. And, uh, man, for the past week, all I've been doing is working and lifting weights and um, getting stuff together. I'm going to be a adjunct professor here soon for the college that I graduated from. So getting some stuff together for that, man, I just super busy. So, Dope. yeah. Yeah. Dope. And you're in uh, California, right? Yeah, yeah, Northern California. Yep. All right, ladies, you heard it here. <laughs> He's in California. Check it out. Yep. It's on fire right now at the moment. We got a fire nearby. Yeah, I got a couple of warnings on my phone talking about how there could be evacuating parts of Tehima County. Okay. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Well, um actually we uh so y'all we, we do this every show. We make a little small talk, we catch up, you know, we 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 talk a little bit. But while we're doing this, you know, we're sharing this across Facebook, across the ether, you know, to get some more live viewers and um, you know. It's just kind of what the fuck we do. So, excuse me, I'm going to share this on my page. And um, I think we are good to go. So, we got an interesting show for y'all today because, um, you know, we actually did a little research, a little something, something like that, a little information gathering. And I'm going to, wasn't quite ready for the show. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. So, um, first, well, I, what, I, what I've been doing the past week is enjoying the fuck out of my Milwaukee Bucks winning the NBA championship, beat the Suns, Bucks in six, baby. We did it. We finally did it. Our first chip since the 70s with Lou Al Cinder and Oscar Robinson. If y'all don't know who Lou Al Cinder is, uh, that is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar before he converted. 
So the Milwaukee Bucks drafted Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, then named Luau Sender. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy for my Bucks. Milwaukee, we needed this one. You know, we don't got much going on up there. We, we need shit like this. Cities like New York, they don't need this shit. They got enough happening out there. L.A., they don't need that shit. Like, Lakers, Knicks, Nets, Celtics, what? Y'all don't need it as much as Milwaukee. Trust and fucking believe. If anybody uh, across America has been in any smaller cities that are very poor, like Memphis. What's up? Oh, your, your, your phone's freezing? Yeah. Uh, well, we can still see you, man. You good? You coming in loud and clear over here, bro. All right. But yeah, so anyway, we're going to get into it, y'all, because, um, oh, hey, what's up? Uh, Cynthia, Tresia. Morgan, uh, G. Mike, Samantha, Alexandria, love all the uh, the live viewers. Keep keep them comments live, y'all, because we we coming in coming in hot. So first, as always, I need to start out with why we do this show. This is the Men Like Us podcast. We do this show uh, to help other men out out there. So this is a men's only space. The show that's for men by men. We are doing whatever we can to help. Uh, stimulate growth in other men who are attracted to women in the trans community, get these guys to come out of the shell and, and really accept themselves and just be open and just leave the DL life behind. Um, we, we, we share our experiences, we share our thoughts um, in the hopes that other guys can learn from them and, you know, kind of not make some of the mistakes that we made or some of the mistakes that we've seen other people make, you know, um, I've always heard that it's, you know, learning from your mistakes is is smart, but learning from other people's mistakes is wise. So, you know, definitely something to keep in mind. But, um, yeah, also, big reason why we do this show, at least the reason why I created this show, is I live by the mantra, be the person that you needed when you were younger. And I certainly needed a show like this, of men being... An example and being open about themselves and, and and letting other men out there know that there's nothing wrong with you if you're attracted to trans women. You are not gay. You are not a freak. You are not a fetishist. You're not uh, whatever people want to call you. You know, you're a regular guy. You're the same person you've always been. So, you know, we are out here to normalize men uh, uh, being attracted to trans women as well. Um, Another ceremonial thing I have to do at the beginning of every show before we get into it, get into it, I have to offer a trigger warning. Pow, 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 trigger warning. We will say things in a way that is palatable to men. Um, and we, ladies, I just need y'all to stick with us through this because this is a men's space. We're going to keep it real here, okay? So um, we're going to start right off the top with the main topic. Um, actually, I don't know. Now we're going to go into social media first and then we'll get to the main topic, you know, give you a little appetizer before dinner. So I've been really curious, you know, about like what, how people view social media in relationships. And, you know, I've been I've been doing a little polling of the men like us audience. And um, I've just been curious. So for, I, I put out I put out a poll in our men's only group. The Men Like Us Tribe. It's a men's only group. It, it's it's a safe space for all men, but you know it's it's a space where all the men are who are in that group are attracted to trans women. 
And, um, you know, the first thing I asked is, um, hold on a second, I need to get this up. Where's my... Oh, all right, I asked the fellas. Oh, wait, I don't have it in front of me. God damn it. Sorry, my tabs are running wild here. So, ask the guys, you know, would you be cool with your girl? Pretty much ask the fellas, would you be cool with your girl posting sexual pictures on IG? Now, obviously, by this girl being your girl, that means you are in a monogamous relationship. So, ask the men, are you okay with your girl posting sexual pictures on Instagram? Um, you know, the number one vote getter was no. Uh, followed up by only if she's making money from it. And last and definitely least was yes. <laughs> so there were there were a couple guys that said yes, um, but most of the guys said no, or you know only if she's making money from it. And you know it's just a weird dynamic, you know, because social media kind of just throws a lot of weirdness into this whole formula right now with relationships and how we handle things. Um, and actually, I, I, I went to out into the ether in, in social media or in Instagram land on the Men Like Us account. And I asked, um, let's bring up that. I asked all my followers of the channel, uh, would you give up social media if your partner asked you to? 54% uh, of people said yes. 46% of people who answered said no. And the numbers changed a little bit when I separated the women out to see, you know, which women would say yes or no. Um, let me get my numbers up here. And this was just on an Instagram poll. 59% uh, of women said yes. 41% of them said no. And, you know, it's, it was just a, a, an interesting conversation I was having with one of the guys in the group. And it just made me wonder, where is everybody else's head on this? Because I know what I think about it, and I know what he's thinking about it. And I'm just like, where, like, where does everybody else come down on this? And it's really interesting that, you know, a large majority of folks, like, well, a, large, a majority of the men would not be okay with uh, their woman posting sexual pictures on social media. And then also... A majority of people would actually give up their social media if it if their partner asked them to, which I was definitely surprised by. Um, <laughs> definitely interesting. Um, Corey, you you're in the men's group. Uh, you saw some of our conversation we were having in the group on the subject, and I really want to get your thoughts on on the the poll that we put in the men's group, which is um, hold on a second. Oh, would you be cool with your girl posting sexual pictures on IG? Where do you yeah. fall on that? Uh, yeah, I voted uh, no. I wouldn't be cool with that, you know, um, because like to me, like I, I don't know, I would feel a bit disrespected um, if you know my girl posted you know provocative pictures with like you know the outfit showing a lot of skin and certain things, you know, because like if you're in my opinion, if you're in a monogamous relationship with somebody that you're in love with, and um, you know that. Certain parts of you know y'all's physical body should only be for y'all's eyes only. You know what I mean? When you go putting that on social media where other guys can see, you know that that throws a, a monkey wrench in the situation. And then also too, like 
why would you want to, in my opinion, why would you want to post, you know, pictures like that for, because you know you're going to draw attention of, you know, other men and they're going to make comments and they're going to be like, oh, hey, what's up, baby? What's your number? What's them digits? And stuff like that. So, and that's what caused me to be like, you know, guys, but hey, man, uh, back off. He's with me, you know? So, yeah. Okay. That's why it's on the matter. Uh, Roy, you here with us? Yeah, I'm here. All right, man. What are your thoughts on that poll, man? Uh, me personally, yeah, I don't care. Okay. Um, I mean, I was already in a relationship where that was happening, and it didn't bother me at all. So, mm -hmm. long as long as you long as you uh, <laughs> solid in yourself, secure in yourself, and mm -hmm. y'all both had that understanding. And I, I, she can do whatever she please. Mm. It's just a, it's a, it is a fine line, though. Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. Um, and I know this isn't, you know, specifically a, a trans-related conversation. It was just a really interesting relationship conversation that we were having in the group. It was just like, huh, I wonder where everybody else falls on it. Um, let's see what people are saying in the comments here. Uh, if my boyfriend were okay with me posting sexy pics on IG, I'd feel some type of way, whether it's for money or not. Okay. Um, no, I'd keep my social media. A girl needs... Oh, yeah, we're not on that part yet. We'll get back to that part. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, for, for me, when, when I think about it, with the whole, like, you're already in a relationship, but you're still posting thirst trap pictures, I'm looking at it like... Why why are you putting out a for sale sign on a house that's already sold? Like to me, it's social media. When you're putting out thirst trap pictures, you ain't doing nothing but just keeping yourself out on the market. You're still putting out listings for this house that's already taken. People living in that shit. Like, that's your house. Like, but it's still being advertised. And it's gonna draw in people that are looking to buy a house. I know that's a crazy analogy, but that's kind of how I see it. Is it really that though, Chris, or is some of them just, just you know, just, just want to, just, just happy about themselves? Like they, they just, Ooh. you know, they, they, they just want to, they just positive about themselves, and you know, they doing it, they doing it for the right attentions, not necessarily looking, looking for that, that, that negative attention. But you know how some of us are, men are, we, we take it that way. But I don't think mm -hmm. all women are doing it. For negative attention, I think some mm -hmm. of them doing it for for body positivity, and it's just all, all about how the men take it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think that's really what I'm getting at is you know, prospective buyers are men. Like you're pretty much saying, hey, I still want more attention from men. But um, you know, Alexandra brings up a great question: <laughs> Is the house sold or is it being rented? <laughs> There you go, fellas. Like, you may think that's your house, and the lady might be like, yeah, but I'll take a better offer. Like, I'm just letting you stay here short term, but when that better offer comes, I don't know. Like, yes, and there is something body positivity to it, uh, Letitia, absolutely. Um, and, and, and like you were saying, bro, yeah, that, that's definitely a thing. Uh, but, you know, and we all we all know certain things that may cross the line and might, may not for each other, but you know it's just interesting. We all have different thoughts on this, and um, you know it's it's just something that I, I thought about talking about, and just seeing what everybody else thought in the comments because it was really 
a really interesting thing because, you know, a lot of times, at least in my experience, at least in my own relationship, social media has never really been the most positive force in the relationship. <laughs> it's kind of been a source of drama or bullshit, you know, sometimes. But yeah, I'm sorry. To, to, the, to the secondary question that, you know, would you give up social media if your partner asked you to? Um, what was it that? Rena had a uh, had a point. She said, no, I'd keep my social media. Girl needs independence. On the other hand, I would dial it down if my partner expressed concerns. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I mean, I don't. I, I, for, for me, it's literally like I'm in a make money kind of situation because like social media is core to what I do for a paycheck. Like these bills in this house don't get paid if I'm not on social media. So, you know, mark, digital marketing is, is, is my trade. So I, it's like I can't not be on it and I can't not stay up on trends in social media. But, you know, if I have a, you know, a vanity channel where I was just posting, you know, lots of high, you know, uh, 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 what do you call those things? But anyways, pictures from all my photo shoots or, you know, whatever else. Uh, uh, I, I can definitely let it go. You know, I could definitely let it go. But I, I get that, you know, every, people have other social media accounts too, you know, whether they're, you know, this this is the account with all my friends, this is the account for other stuff. It is what it is. And obviously, you know, social media, uh, 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 uh-oh. Woo! Alexandra is on one today. She says, my house ain't sold until he signs the contract. Fair enough. I, well, I can't argue that. <laughs> exactly. Maybe if we engage or marry, I could dial it down. But without that, nah. And you know what? That's fair. That's fair. I think a lot of this shit comes in the terms of men are talking about, you know, who are we going to put a ring on? Like, you know, if I, I, why am I thinking about putting a ring on you if you got, if you're, you're putting out all these thirst trap pictures and you're put, you're pretty much still marketing yourself as out on the market. From, from yeah. my perspective, I'd be like, no, that's not getting the ring. But, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, just a little casual dating. Sure. Why not? Whatever. But these are all just Chris's perspectives. You know, be mad at Chris, not the other guys. Sorry, Corey. Go ahead, man. Oh, no, I was just saying when you were talking about, you know, the perspective of, um, you know, we wouldn't be cool with certain pictures being on social media. Um, we're thinking from the perspective of who we're going to put a ring on, who we're going to spend the rest of our lives with. And that's what I was thinking, too, when you said that. That's what my mind went through. Like, who's the long term? Who's the I'm going to have gray hair with and all that, you know, all that jazz. And that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, if you're just you're just casually with somebody, then yeah, I, I don't think I'd really pay pay two thoughts to it, you know. So, yeah, for sure. Thinking. So yeah, I mean, I get all that. Like, it's a whole the whole thing. Oh, but look, I just want to have the short conversation. This is not the meat of the show. That was pretty much an appetizer. <laughs> But we got a viewer question, and I kind of wanted to talk about it because, you know, if this particular viewer has this question, um, I'm sure other people are, are thinking about this and talking about this. So, you know, we got a viewer, a viewer emailed the show, and she was essentially asking, is there such a thing as being too transamorous? Is there such a thing as being too open? 
being making this like too big of a part of your life or being just too loud and proud about it in a way that, you know either a might make a woman uncomfortable b you might make her feel other c you know might take away control from her ability to control who knows her teeth um you know in the way and, and also um you know, is is it also a, a way for men to, I guess, take up too much space and stay and, and take attention away from women in the community? These are the questions that are floating around. So right off top, oh Roy, God. I just want to start with you, man. And just with the top question, do you think there is such a thing as being too trans amorous? First off, I feel like we damn if we do, damn if we don't. Like why 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 where where is all this pressure coming from towards us? Like I remember them days when there was no one doing nothing. Now that we doing something, it it's like people finding excuses and reasons for us not to do it. No, 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 no. We can be as loud as we want. There's no such thing. There's a, there's a such thing as being DL. But when you live in your life, there's no such thing. You live in your life. We gotta stop doing that. That, that that's the problem. That has to stop. That's mm. that's like a form of shaming us. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling at this point. Instead of, instead of instead of instead of giving us the love and support that we need, they find an excuses for us not to do it. They need to look at themselves. That's what the problem is. They need to look at themselves and ask themselves, do they really want us to be out and be open? Fair enough. Fair enough. Corey? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I like a lot of what, uh, what uh, Roy just said. It's awesome, very valid point. Um, and the question is, uh, is there such a thing too transamorous? Like, that's... A that's a little bit of a, of a confusing question to me because it's like it's either you are or, or you ain't. It's a yes or no question, at least to me, it seems like. So, you know, but now if you think about it in terms of, you know, like being open, I think it's, it's like a guy being open about his attractions. I, I think that's really up to him and it should be left up to him because it, it's his attractions, is it not? Um, <laughs> you know, like if a guy wants to go on 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 like a YouTube channel or or make a channel such as this and talk about it and try and rid stigmas, I mean, all all the power to him. Like, do it, man. Or if a guy just wants to you know be open about it, like, yeah, I, I date trans women and leave it at that. It should be it it, it should be allowed to do that. You know, you know, like there's there's certain aspects like like I'm obviously I'm open about it. I got my own YouTube channel talking about it. But at the same time, like, I work in construction, right? So, you know, am I going to go on a construction site and start shouting it to the rooftop? No, but at the same time, I'm not going to hide it. If, if somebody, like I say, I'm out with a girl and she, she's trans and somebody that I work with a construction approaches me and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be trying to run and hide behind a, you know, in an aisle or something, you know what I mean? So, you know, with the whole thing about being open and talking about it, it you know, it should be up to the guy on how open he wants to be, on if he wants to, you know, talk about it on social media or, <coughs> or whatever. Like you know, like like come on, like you know, 
let us, you know, live our lives. Let us, you know, be open as much as we want to about it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't really understand what the what the, the desire is to try and control a guy and tell him, no, 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 you're doing too much. You're not doing enough. Like, you know, like he said, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Double-edged sword, you know? Mm. But, yeah. Well, you know, guys, I, I think some of it um, – I think some of the times I think the purpose of all of this gets misconstrued. And at least for me, with why I do this show, I've said in the beginning of the show, why we do now I never made up the term transamorous. I don't know where the fuck it came from. I heard somebody coin the term on Tumblr and it just took the fuck off. So it, this term was here before any of us came into this space. Um, we're just trying to make sense of it here. Um, but I, I just think that uh, the purpose of it, the purpose of the the term, the identifier, the community that comes with the term, um, I think the purpose of it has been misconstrued. I think that a lot of women see this as, well, you're doing this for us. And a lot of times these men are doing it for themselves, not you. They're doing it to make sense of themselves. They're doing it to find community to find a sense of normalcy, to be accepted, um, to, to, to give themselves a little bit more confidence. Um, a lot of guys, when they when they find this community, they're like, wow, I have a, a lot more confidence in like, living in my truth and a lot more confidence in tackling some of the barriers, like having that conversation with your mom or with your friends or you know, letting, letting a sibling know or letting somebody else who's important in your life know what's going on or you know, giving you the strength to start to head in a more positive direction with the girl that you have been dating DL. Cause we've had some guys come into our, in, into the men's group saying, Hey, look, I, I love this girl. I, I think this is my queen. This is and this, and I'm ready to make this change. And, you know, I just need a little bit of support from you guys and, and to, to, to do it. And they did, but it's, you know, I think a lot of all of this stuff has a lot more to do with us and, and and helping us out. Like, you know, when they say two trans amorous, it's just like, okay, well, no. What the fuck are you doing, dude? Fucking jackass. Sorry, some dumbass dude walking by. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll flare up in a minute. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I just think a lot of it is for, for, for the guys involved. And, you know, a lot of this stuff just did, even 10 years ago, a lot of this stuff didn't exist. Guys had no place to go. They had nobody to talk to. And, you know, sometimes I've heard, you know, a lot of trans women say, well, guys, we can't raise you up. You have to do the work yourself. And then, you know, guys are out here doing the work and it's just like, yeah, but not that way. Do it the way we want you to do it. It's like, well, we have to do it the way that we need to do it as men. But anywho, I, I, I'm not going to go into all of that, all of that, all of that. I would just say, um, oh, hold on. Let's see. Sorry. The comments are strolling in, fellas. Uh-oh. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. I'm not done with that. That's all right. Uh, Teresa, Iman, thanks for joining us today. I think we should all focus on our own authentic experiences. I'm sorry, authentic spaces. Everyone has a different experience transitioning, and each man has to do the work to do what works for him. 
Um, Courtney, I don't think there's such a thing as two trans hammers. So I can always appreciate a strong male voice speaking up for us, no matter how loud. Hey, shout out to Roy. He's literally the loudest one I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, shoes. And, and, you know, we, we need all the support in the world. There's a lot of men that like to be in the DL. I can't deal with them like that. As soon as I see something suspicious, I stop dealing with him. Uh, yo, shout out to Pandora on that one. Um, Lauren K, thanks. Thanks to all you guys for great videos, conversations, peace, love, and light, y'all. Yo, the homie Corey had a great video um, telling his story. Uh, he put out a video, uh, I think it was just titled, I Love Trans Women, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he fucking blew up. You know, there, there are guys stepping up and just saying, hey, I'm, I'm not going to hide. I'm not going to be scared. Right. You know, and here he is, you know, and now he's kicking it with the man like us. <laughs> so appreciate you coming through, Maine. And, you know, Roy out there, you know, he normally got the T-shirts. The TikToks are fire as fuck. You know, and he's just doing whatever he can do. So, and I mean, the first time I, the first time I, I came across Roy was he put a public post out there with him and is now X, sort of X. I don't know where that. I'm just say X. <laughs> I can't. That's your relationship, bro. But I'm. But with the girl he was at the time, he was dating this girl, and um, he put up this post. It was like, oh, I'm not ashamed. And I mean, the internet was savaging. Like they were going nuts. They were going in, and but he stood his ground and didn't give a fuck. And it was just like we need more men with iron wills out here like that, you know, who really can stand up and, and just not care. Um, and, and ladies, please know, and most of these guys who say they're trans amorous, like, a lot of us are really built to take take on all the bullshit from the outside world. Like, Corey, Roy, all the other guys on this show, you know, people saying, oh, nigga, you gay, oh, this is, that don't affect us at all, you know. And if somebody come wrong and, and, and is offensive to the girl that we're with, we'll, we'll flare up and fuck them up. Like, we ain't afraid to throw hands out here. Like, this ain't just some, like, talking shit. This is how we live. This is our lives. A piece of our lives. It's, our, it's our, not an identification for sure. Um, hold on a second. Alexandra, all right. So there's a difference between being open and letting it become your personality. It's like those, I, li <coughs> I love my wife shirts. I just find it unnecessary. It would make me feel othered or put on blast. Fellas, thoughts? I, I can see what she's saying uh, about that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you're you're trying to post all these big signs with big arrows, you know, and it's like all lights and whatnot. It's just like you know, almost like a look at me. I, I get what she's coming from with that, and you know, I mean, I can say for myself that that's not what I'm trying to do, and I think that's what the, the majority of guys that I've come across who are being open to talk about that's not what what we're trying to do here we're just we're just trying to normalize it because change happens you know it's not like one big explosion changes like especially with the, with the social aspect with people changes happens by conversation by conversation you have a conversation with somebody and minds are changed and perspectives are are, are you know are uh, seen and then they go off and have a conversation with somebody and so on and so forth so yeah, that that's my two cents on that. Yeah. That's a good point though, Alexandria. Roy. 
Uh, I mean, uh, I thought I just said, I just thought I just tackled this, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, if she's trans and I'm with her, they're automatically going to assume that I'm trans attracted. So, I mean, there's no hiding it. There's no denying it. There's no running from it. Like, the best thing for us men to do is take it head on. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no running from it. I mean, if we were a trans woman and she's clucked, they're going to automatically assume. Just just by us being who we are now, no matter if the woman is cis or not, they see us with a woman, they're going to automatically think she's trans. Whether she can get clucked or not. So there's no hiding it. So regardless of how loud we are or not, the, the moment that we decide that we decide to come out, we expose. Mm. So people's gonna regardless have that assumption that or the person that he's with is trans. Mm-hmm. So there, 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 there's nothing we can do about it at this point. But besides be us and be as loud as we can, so we can keep inspiring others, motivating others, and, and, and encouraging others. And, you know, to the to the letting it become your personality aspect, um, you know, I, I look, I'm happy to see uh, somebody to, to hear a woman say that, you know, it shouldn't become your personality um, only because, look, we're all regular guys. Roy's at work. Roy's on break at work now. Like he's, he's, he's at his spot right now. Like uh, 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 Corey's got a job. I got a job. I'm I, I work at high levels in in media. Like I have a fucking job, and I'm a manager. I'm responsible for a lot of shit. So yeah, this isn't my life. I have a life, but you know, it's it's as much of a it's as much of my identity as as being gay is or lesbian is for somebody who's gay or lesbian. Because at the end of the day, being transamorous is nothing more than a sexual preference identifier. Being being gay is a sexual preference identifier, yet we have pride in all this other shit. Like us doing some podcasts and videos and all that stuff ain't or wearing a t-shirt, that's not letting it become our personality. But be real, this is a sexual preference identifier at the end of the day. At least the way that I see it, I don't see any difference. Um, obviously, the trans experience when it comes to the rest of the LGBT community is very different because for them, it's not just a sexual preference identifier. They're changing their entire fucking life. They're changing their names. Gay men don't change their names. Transamorous men don't change their names. Bisexual men ain't changing their names and their whole lives and their gender markers and all that shit and, and how they dress and getting surgeries and all. We're not doing that. It's a, just because we're not having your experience doesn't mean that our shit's invalid. You give the same amount of credence to our prep to the preferences of other people. Just give it to us too, because I think you know when it's like, oh well, it shouldn't be a person. It isn't, and and I don't think it should be. You know, I, you gotta have a life. Like sex is only so much. Sex and relationship is only so much of your life. You have to have a life outside of this shit. Which is why, you know, me, I, I play I play PlayStation with a lot of guys who are trans amorous. And it's cool. We're, we can come together on other interests. It isn't just the girls that we're interested in. We have other things happening in our lives. So, you know, I, I, I feel you on that, you know, letting it become your personality because it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But, you know, I would say that when people look at trans amorous men in a weird way, 
and they say that what wait so all you guys have in common is just the fact that you like trans women it, isn't it weird that you're all coming together i say no because nobody says it's weird that gay men come together nobody says it's weird that lesbian women come together we are a group of people with the same sexual preferences that's it that's all we have in common there is no massive culture built around it because the shit's brand new i mean men have been been with trans women since trans women since obviously men who are you know men have been with trans women since forever i'm not saying that that's new but this transamorous community being open about it and trying to weave it into the natural social order is new in america at least i don't i'm not dealing with other countries right now i live in america i know that a lot of my listeners are outside the country but i know a lot of eurocentric countries aren't too friendly about it either because they follow you know the dogma of Christianity a lot of times, but you know, it's, I, I, and, and I'm, I'm going to say something controversial as fuck right now. And you know, <laughs> Corey, I get it. If you never come back to the show, brother, it was, it was great having you, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, when people talk about trans Amory makes me feel other, um, that's, that's, that's how something makes you feel and you have to figure out why it makes you feel other. You have to figure out why a man specifically liking trans women makes you not feel like a woman. Because in the minds of all these men on this podcast and all the guys in my group and all the guys that say they're trans attract, whatever, a lot, all of us, day one, that's day one knowledge. Trans women are women. And we see that as such and we respect the fuck out of that shit. Trans women are women, point blank, period. They get all the rights and privileges that women get with me. I open up doors, I pay for meals, I introduce to my family, I will walk on the outside. You know, uh, when we're walking down the street, I'm, I'm closest to the street. You know, uh, she gets my jacket if it's cold outside. All of these things that I do for women, I do for trans women just the same. Ain't no, nothing, nothing changing the program. <laughs> there might be some different things in the relationship in terms of like, you know, understanding how to help my partner through dysphoria. But I mean, there are just there are there are differences, you know, when, once you get to the nitty gritty of a relationship when it comes to trans or cis, there are some differences. There are things that you have to just be ready for. And there are different level. There are different things you have to understand. So I'm never going to sit here and act like everything's one for one. But, you know, at the end of the day, trans women are women. So that's a, that's all I have to say to the other argument. You can at me. I am an, at Men Like Us podcast, Instagram. You can email the show. I am available everywhere. <laughs> so sorry to get us all canceled here. Well, get me canceled. These other guys didn't have nothing to do with it. It's, it's Chris that's saying cancel worthy shit. But anyway. <laughs> I don't I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. All right. Um wait. following him on YouTube, such a fan. Uh probably it's good to see you guys collaborate. Probably talking about you, Corey. <laughs> or Roy. I don't know. We're all out I'm there. Not on really. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Uh Teresa says my ex had a hard time as I was the first trans woman he dated. I have him, or I'm sorry, I gave him the time to figure and space to figure out what he was feeling. He was open and honest, and I admired that about him. 
Um, just make sure you gotta just just gotta make sure you like her for her and not because she's trans. Um, Jay Alba, and uh, you know what? I wholeheartedly disagree with you, brother. So there's that. Um, obviously, there's not liking someone because they're trans, but let's be real and let's stop living in a fucking fantasy world. Everybody has a preference. Cis, cis men who date cis women have a preference. They will not date a woman that isn't cis. They want a cis woman. That's what they want. A gay man who likes other cis men and doesn't want a trans man, he has a preference. He's starting out with, oh, cis man. Now I build on that. Now the cis man has to be this race, uh, make this much money, be this tall, be whatever. Same for cis women who only like cis men. Like At the end of the day, we all have our preferences and we can't fucking sit around here and bullshit that and act like this isn't how the world of attraction works. Yeah, of course you like the person that you're with because they're with you, you know. I, I've, I've fallen in love with trans women, not because they were trans, but because they were considerate. They, they made me feel special. They treated me right. They did for me when they didn't have to. They had amazing attributes about them, you know, whether they were determined or resilient, their, their resiliency or, um, you know, their ambition. Whatever attracts you to somebody, that's the kind of shit that matters. But at the end of the day, let's not fucking live in a fantasy world where that shit doesn't matter. Because you're only doing yourself a disservice by playing around in fantasy land. We need to live in reality. Now, for some people, it don't matter. They don't care if they date cis or trans. And that's cool. Everybody's got their prep. A lot of guys in this space date cis and trans. And I would, I, I, depending on the girl, I would date a cis girl tomorrow. Really? But that's just because that's what I'm into. But if a man says, oh, this is what I'm into and I only date trans women, I don't fucking do that shit. And don't turn around, well, you should like the person for the person. No, everybody has preference. And this group of men, we have a right to have a preference just like anybody else. Trans women have a right to like dick. We do too. Point blank, period. I mean, I, some people might not think that we should have this, these rights or should have these preferences, but I, I mean, you can't really control what people want. Because if you could, trust me, the Catholic Church would have stumped out homosexuality a long time ago. But I mean, you know, they don't give a fuck about, they say they do, but they don't. I mean, look at their priests. <laughs> but, um, Sorry, I'm just, I'm kind of just flying off. I, I really want you guys to go into this too, man. I'm just, these things, I'm just used to like, ah. <laughs> um, all right, Alexandra. It makes me happy to see a guy be openly transamorous and meeting other guys to process their experience. I can't counsel a guy I'm dating on everything and it wouldn't be fair to both of us that creates dependent relationships and mind games. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, and, and really, guys, well, I don't want to go back to that, but we'll go to the next one. I really just want to make sure I get all these comments in here because people are, you know, with me, it's just simple. Are you in or out? I don't care how good a dude looks like or how much money he has. If he's going to treat me on the low, then that's that's there is a no automatically. It's bothering me. When that man reached out to me and he's the L, having baby mamas and married, hell nah, yes, of course. Um, 
Sorry. So, fellas, I want to ask you another question here. So, Corey, I'm going to ask you first. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Corey, I'm going to ask you first, man. So, what do you think? So, this is another question from that same viewer. They were asking, um, like, how can trans women get more men involved um, in, in this trans amorous movement or trend? Like, how do they get more men? How do they... What what are your thoughts on like how they bring more men into this space? Let me take on that for a second. Um, I mean, to me, it seems like uh, a pretty pretty simple way to go about it. Just conversation. Talk to him about you know just reaching out. You know, because she knows where the group is at. She knows where the men like us tribe group is at, and you know, show him the group. Uh, Show him the the, the YouTube content, the Instagram, the, the content. You know, just just show him all of this out there. There's other guys out there just like you talking about it, and they have they have they're, they're trying to develop a sense of community by getting other guys to talk about it, to come forth and, and be in the inner circle. And <coughs> so, I mean, to me, I mean, there's many tools out there. You know, for for this, and it, it, it's growing too. Like like you said, ten years ago, things like this, groups like this didn't exist. You know, but now it does exist, and we have tools now, so we we, we can develop a sense of community. Or, you know, hell, if you if you don't want a sense of community, you you just want to you know maybe dip in a little bit and just you know, I mean, it's 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 kind of you know, I guess how you take it, and what you make of it, you know. But sorry, I got a little off. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, just yeah. Roy, what are your thoughts, man? She, this woman's asking, how do we bring more men into? How do how do what is it? I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the question that she asked. How can trans women get more men involved? <laughs> uh, I think I did a TikTok on this the other day. Mm. For society, for society to accept us, first we got to get y'all to accept us. I don't mean just five people that accept us. The whole community gotta accept us. And then y'all gotta then y'all gotta promote us. Put us out there. Show the world that there are trans attractive men out there. Right now we're flying blind. We need help. I mean y'all destroyed Malik Yoba when he came out. So that's already a black guy on us. That makes it that makes other dudes look like they don't wanna come out. So now that we got some dudes that's out there, we need y'all help to promote us. Share us. Put us out there. Show that there are positive dudes out there who are doing it the right way. But until then, it, it, there's nothing y'all can really do besides that. Christian show. Y'all have to put that out there. Y'all have to promote that. Y'all have to share that on your timelines, on your pages, on your platforms so people can see us. Nobody's seeing us. There's nothing to believe. So they're not going to listen to you. Mm. Well, I, I think, you know, a piece of this, I think there's a reason why we're doing what we're doing or how we're doing it. Like, I think that uh, digital media like TikTok or YouTube are ways for us to reach people that we just don't know. Oh. So, you know, it's it's like there's a lot of guys out there that I don't know 
there's a lot of guys out there that Corey or Roy don't know, and we're just trying to reach as many people as possible. But ladies, I, I think what it would be, if you're trying to get a man involved or just get him around other men, definitely send them to, you know, a, a Facebook group, you know, Facebook groups are great supports for men. Um, you know, it, it's a space where they can, you know, kind of share what they, what they're feeling and, and, and kind of put a call out for help. And in a lot of these groups, there's men at every stage of the game, men that have had just about any experience you can have somebody in that group's had it already. You know, um, even, ladies, even if it's just a guy that, you know, and he's like, yo, this dude is married and he's struggling with himself. You got a lot of guys that are married that have either, you know, that I'm sorry, that, that were struggling with themselves when they were married and they decided to either, you know, stay with their family or they ended up going through a divorce, whatever. But at the end of the day, like they kind of made what, whatever decision they had to make for themselves. But like there's somebody there to help guide him through that. So, you know, there, there's a lot of different experiences in there. But I, I want to get back to these comments. Um, Alexandria, uh, apparently I, I miss, might have misinterpreted what she was saying. I think she just doesn't like the shirts. The shirts are a problem. And, um, you know, Alexandria, I'll, I'll say, you know, the the – the trans community, at least from what I've seen and what Roy has seen and with some of the other guys, there's a lot of women that are very politically active. And they're like, you guys need to be out there making a fucking statement. You need to be wearing these shirts. You need to be out loud and proud as we are when we're out there protesting on the streets and doing X, Y, and Z. And I think that's what's moving a lot of guys to be like, yo, I'm here. Like, this is what we're doing, y'all. Like, you know, being that out with it, getting shirts made, whatever else. So I think that's kind of what drove a lot of guys into that space, just to explain, like, where it's really coming from. Um, you know, men do listen. We listen to y'all. And women say, hey, this is how you should proceed. And the guys just take their marching orders and fucking go. <laughs> they got the T-shirts. They got hats. You know, they're they're... they're Making their own T-shirts or buying T-shirts from women's brands that they make, you know. Shout out to the trans murder blackout movement. Um, but you know, there's a lot of activism in this community, and, and and guys just are kind of really kind of following suit with that, with the example of activism in this space. So, um, but you know, fuck, just talking on this YouTube channel right now is just not some level of activism like it's really putting your face out there but uh anywho um so yeah uh, uh, look i know we kind of went off the rails a little bit here y'all but it was just this whole like you know two trans amorous conversation it's just like it's some it's a question i've gotten a few times it's something that's come up in a few conversations like okay it's nice that y'all are out but y'all are too out and y'all are doing too much and now you're starting to take up space and now you're becoming the center. You're making yourself the center of attention when you, we should be the center of attention. And like, I, I, all I can say is there is no limit on how much information is on the internet. Um, everybody can make a YouTube page. This thing is not limited. Everybody can get hurt. Everybody can get their followers up, you know. <laughs> but just know that like a lot of these things these guys are doing, it is in an, in an attempt to help change hearts and minds and do better and help people be better. So, like, just know that that's where a lot of that's coming from. With that being 
too open stuff. So, anywho, uh, you know, we don't be going way too long in circles. I want to okay, want to make sure I get that. Um, G Mike, thanks for coming, thanks for joining us again, bro. Uh, I think more stuff not involving trans stuff like gaming. Show the guys are normal, regular people like you. Absolutely. But you know what? It's even more important that we do that for women, which is why I have women on my show. But we don't talk about trans stuff. I just did an episode a few days ago talking about uh, a comic book, DC, you know, Batman the Animated Series. I'm having my friend who, you know, she's an adult film star, but we're not talking about her porn career. We're not talking about her OnlyFans account. We're not talking about any of that shit. We're talking about Star Trek because we fucking love Star Trek. Like a lot of these girls are multifaceted as fuck. And, you know, I, I did start this channel to like, um, I did start this channel to show that the guys are, are different and we're varied. And we have different experiences and we are just normal dudes. But I also kind of want to show that with, with women too, because there's just not enough of that out there. Like really with, with some of the high profile girls, like I have to be honest, when I was, you know, just a guy that watched porn and then I started seeing videos where girls were like talking and sharing their personalities. I'm like, wow, I actually like this person a lot more. Cause I just learned that this chick is dope as fuck. <laughs> and she's actually pretty cool. And you know who that who that who that first one was? Um, it was T. S. Madison. Um, I was listening to T. S. Madison a long time ago, uh, before she started doing the TV stuff. And she had an interview somewhere, and I was, she was just telling her stories. And I'm just like, this is a very fascinating world. Like, wow, I'm learning more about her. And she shoots from the hip. She's a straight shooter. She will give you the god honest truth. And you know, shout out to T. S. Madison on that tip, for real. But you know. We're, we're we're trying, man. We're trying, G Mike. I'm, I might get in a, a video game stream this weekend. We'll see. I'm uh, it's my birthday weekend, so we'll see if I actually get online or not. But um, sorry, Corey. <laughs> Just going on. But you know what? Okay, here's a um. I'll let you, you guys, what do you guys think about this one? Alexandria says, are there enough men who are open about their preferences for us to promote? No shade for real. I tell guys, um, I talk to about your platform though. But what do y'all think? Like, have, have y'all been coming across a lot of other content creators out there? Other dudes doing what you're doing? Like, if you, if you had trouble finding people to collab with? Uh, I would have to say, I mean, yeah, I, I've had some issues. Like, you know, when I first when I first started my YouTube channel, like I only knew of like two other people. But when I started the channel, uh, you know, then I found this group. Um, actually, Jay Alva actually introduced me to this group. So I, I feel like it, it's definitely growing. But at the same time, like, you know, I mean, there there are plenty of us guys out there who who are willing to to date trans women and and you know so it I, I don't think it really should matter the the number of guy of us to promote so to speak i think you should still promote us and it, it is you're, you're adding all these things to it it'll help help grow and become more normal so to speak you know um and you'll encourage other guys if you're promoting you know other guys who are open like us you encourage more guys to step in, and then more and more, it'll it'll be almost like a like you, your your four hundred one k that you invest into every year. It's gonna grow and grow and grow. And when you get to retirement, boom, it's it's huge, you know. Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, I don't think it really should matter the number. I, I, think, I think we're getting caught, too caught up on numbers and we should be more caught up on the individuals themselves. If that makes any sense. For sure. Shout out in Alexandria. Thanks for sharing our platforms though. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the support everybody in here has given us. Um, Roy, Roy, did you have anything to add on that or no? Nah, well, Corey, Corey hit it off. Mm-hmm. He hit it all. Okay. It, it, start, it starts from a little bit. That's there. It's like a little snowball effect that's going down the hill. It, it got to start somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. it starts from us, and the more that we get shared out there, the more dudes can gravitate. Yo, shout out to Jay Alva. You know, shout out to you, Corey. Like, shout out to – I mean, like, look, I, I encourage – I even encourage more guys in my group. I'm like, yo, do you need to start your own podcast, bro? Like, get your own shit going. Like, do it. We need more men out there talking. Because none of our channels are doing legit gangbuster numbers. When I say as a, as a YouTube social media kind of expert, I do this for my day job. You know, legit numbers is like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking like a consistent, you know, six-figure viewership with every episode, every every piece of content you do. We're not on that level. So we need as many guys out here with smaller numbers as possible. And, you know, we're all kind of a network. We kind of collab and all that stuff. And people catch all the shit. But, like, we really, you know, I, I'm, I always encourage more guys to get out here because we need it. The more the merrier. But, um, Alexandra, there aren't that many of us. And I will say it is hard for us to find each other. Like, Corey's been at it for 10 months. I just became aware of Corey. Like a month or two ago, uh, uh, Jay Alva was telling me about it. Justin was telling me about it. Uh, about it. He's like, yo, man, you got to meet this guy. He got this great video. And I'm like, all right, all right. And, you know, I finally checked it out. But it was just like, he's been doing this for 10 months. I didn't know he was out there. He didn't know I was out there. Like, it is. We are really kind of small fish in this gigantic ocean. So it can be hard for us to find ourselves, really. Um, so... Alexandria, I don't think there's enough. I I think, you know, just promote the ones that you know, promote the ones that you can find, and, you know, uh, 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 that's really what it is. Um, Can I add a little more to that, Chris? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, you know, what what inspired me to to start my my, my YouTube channel, you know, was one day I I was thinking on it, and I was like, you know, you can go on, on YouTube all day long, and you can see it. You know, you could look up, you know, uh, anything to do with with the the trans experience, uh, anything dealing with that. You see women talking about their side of things all day long, but I couldn't. I had to search and search and search to find a guy. And the guy that I did find was uh, No Joke Howard. I don't know if you ever heard of him. And Mm -hmm. I watched it. And I mean, a lot of the things he said I agreed with and a lot of things I didn't agree with. Those Mm -hmm. certain mannerisms, I think he could have, you know put it a little bit differently on certain things, but we won't get into that. That's a whole nother story another day. But like I had to search and search to find that guy. And he actually had a pretty substantial following, you know, at least especially for guys like us. <laughs> and I was like, wow, you know, like there's not that many guys talking about it. Like I should do it. And it took me a while to get get around to doing it because you know life and you know it isn't my identity. It isn't what all all I'm about. You know, like I've been travel around this country doing different things in my career field. So it took me a minute to get to it. And, but yeah, so um, I just want to add to the fact that, um, you know, when you promote guys and whatnot and they become bigger in their little channels or Instagrams, TikToks, whatever it is that you're promoting, 
you know, it helps other guys like me to find, you know, inspiration and an idea of like, oh, that's, that's how I could do it. And, mm. you know, on my channel, all I do is do it on my cell phone, you know, just mm -hmm. like No Joke did it. So, but yeah, that, mm -hmm. that's all I want to add. Okay. Um, JL, I see you out there, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, when I was <laughs> sort of funny, but like, you know, there's just a common narrative out there where people are like just ignoring reality and situations, but I understand you got your preference, bruh, and I fucks with you. So, Jay Alva is uh, one of the moderators in my group. He was actually the first moderator in the Men Like Us tribe because me and him was pretty much it <laughs> at first. But, uh, you know, he definitely played a part in me starting my own group for just men. Um, but, uh, fellas, we got, a, we got a question here from Monica. Shout out to Monica. Um, she's got a really good question here. Um, because I think this is something that you know I've thought about, and, and you know we, we are this, we are getting to this point. I've already had a few instances where you know I had to play referee, so to speak. But uh, Monica is saying that many trans women feel that the dating pool of transamorous men is extremely limited because of uh, because of that. It seems difficult to find a mate who hasn't made the rounds. How do you guys feel about potentially matching up? with a trans woman who has dated another transamorous man within the men like us circle. Um, shit, Roy. Uh, I, well, I, I, I'll, you can, you can chime in when, when you're ready, bruv. I know you may not be in a safe space right now, but um, I, I'll just let you go, Corey. What do you think about this, man? Um, you know, that, that, that is an, an interesting, you know, um, um, question there uh, to me like I don't know it's you know how do I how do I how do I put this together give me a second um, I get where she, she's coming at it's almost like it, it, is there like s some sort of like bro code or whatever in between the men like us tribe or other guys like us in the trans amorous uh, community or, or whatever you want to call um I mean, I, I don't think it's any different than, you know, any other community with a, a preference, so to speak. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, OK, you know, let's say, Chris, me and you, we come the best of buddies. Right, man. We, mm -hmm. we, we I moved to wherever you're at. We're like hanging out all the time, you know, having beer, going fishing, all this good stuff. Right. And I fall madly in love with a woman who's trans, but then she breaks my heart. Right. Mm -hmm. And she starts on you. Um, of course, if you're a real good friend to me, you are not going to like pursue something with her. Because you know that would really mess me up, right? Yeah. But let's just say now we're, we're just like you know we're on this this uh, this group together on the show, and I dated somebody, and then she broke up with me, and then she goes off and dates you. I'm not gonna be mad at you because I don't really we're not on that level. Like you know you're a cool dude. Mm -hmm. We're not on that that deep friendship level that almost like we're basically like brothers. You know what I mean? I, I mean I think it really depends on what the what the, the situation is when it comes to, to that it's it's not like there's a, a secret code among amongst us you know what i mean like i mean i ain't gonna lie man i think we already got policies and procedures as just men and how we deal with this shit yeah so you know it's man man law is in full effect on all this shit it's about respect so you know corey i meet a girl and and I think she's dope as fuck. And then I find out she used to date you. I'm gonna let you know. Like, yo, man, here's what's happening. I met her X, Y, and Z. I didn't know she was your ex. 
but I really like her. You know, how do you feel about it once we're already in? But if it's like on surface level, like I'm deciding whether to, to figure it out, do it or not. Like if if I know a girl dated you or Roy or Trell or Mike or any of the other guys or, or Troy or Joel, whoever, you know, it's just like, oh, man, I, I would come to the dude first. Like, yo, man. Where you at on this? Like, it, it's got to be a respect thing. For for me, it's got to be a respect thing because you know what? At the end of the day, um, it just ain't worth it, bro. There's plenty of fish in the sea, and 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 even when I was dating cis women, I I just never had the mind to jeopardize my friendships with other men or my relationships with other men just so that I can get a piece of ass. Yeah, like I'm sorry, this is not. No, no. Now I can be like, yo, man, so I'm talking to this girl, X, Y, and Z, whatever else. And I know, ladies, but well, she could be your forever love. It yeah, it could be, would be, who knows? I I I'ma go, I'm gonna just keep it pushing. But I, I I would not cross another dude that I had respect for and, and let that shit go. And you know what? I'll take it a step further because I've done this in the group. If it's a man I got respect for in the group, and I'm like, yo, I'm looking out for this, brother. I'm gonna let them know some fuck shit's happening. If there's some, is there some tomfoolery afoot? I'm gonna look out for my boy. I'm not, I'm not down with this, you know, sitting there watching somebody get be fucked up in the streets, and like, oh, I ain't doing that shit, man. So, uh, I guess we lost Roy. He's gotta pop off, but um, man, I'm just saying it, it's. Let me, oh, there we go. It's come up before in this little group of ours, and. Ladies, men are coming together. We know we know it more and more of y'all. And a lot of some of y'all dirt is you know getting exposed too. So I, I, I'll just say it like this. I I had a situation where one girl had this dude nose wide open. Meanwhile, she fucking another one of the brothers in another city. And oh, I'm like, yo, bro, you may not want to be so public in your love for this girl. Cause I have been on, I have, a, I have a reliable source that she is not being loyal and she is getting smashed out by the homies in this city. And I fucking told them, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna know that shit and just sit there and watch. Be like, yeah, man, well, that that's fucked up. I hope you find out. No, if, yeah. I, have, if I have respect for you as a man, I'm gonna tell you that ain't everybody's get down. That ain't everybody's philosophy, but um, you know, Monica, that is a really great question. Thanks for asking that. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with it. And I realized that the dating pool is very small. All I would say is, oh, only thing that I would do is, I'm not going to lie. I would tell the dude, like, yo, man, when I knew her, she was doing this, 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 and this. If you see any of that stuff, you really might want to watch yourself. She may have turned a new leaf and is a new person, and that's great. And then I hope y'all live happy, happy lives. But I don't want you to get caught up on the same shit that I got caught up on. You know, so that's just me. I would try and help a brother out, especially if he's coming to me and respect my like, yo. Cool. Well, hey, just so you know, I saw this, this, and this. If you're not seeing that, you're golden, dude. Have fun. Because, you know, I, I think that whole training chaser thing, you know, kind of is like, well, I don't want no man that's been with another woman. It's like, fuck out of here. Be realistic. It's going to happen. I think if it's too close to a breakup, then it's going that's disrespectful. But if it was my ex from a few years ago or even a year ago and I'm like over it and I'm cool and I moved on, 
fine. But if it's like the next month, no, nah, dude, don't do that shit. Because I might have to find you and punch you in the face. Like I might have to fuck you up. So, <laughs> like, it ain't even just a trans thing. This is just how you handle relationships. Period. I I believe. I'm sorry. What are you gonna say, Corey? Yeah, I was just gonna add to it. What I was coming from the mindset of. Uh, my understanding of the question was like just trans amorous men in general because you know we don't we don't know every single trans amorous guy out True. there you know so what i was thinking of from the mindset of just how much do you know the person and whatnot you know like, mm-hmm. like you, you said and whatnot you know, it's all about the respect thing like if you know this guy you're friends with this guy and whatnot then yeah there, there needs to be a, a mutual respect there of like hey so and so is saying hello what's up you know what i mean so, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. I was thinking from a broad spectrum of, of things. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. If you don't know the dude, yeah, then whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm yeah. just speaking like if there's familiarity, a lot of us know each other. This group is small. The men like us tribe is like fucking, it's like only 90 people. It's yeah. not a large group. There are fraternity chapters that are bigger than that where everybody knows each other's names. Like, yeah. It's a small group. So, and you know what? At the time when all that shit happened, I didn't really know the guy that well, but I had a, I had, I had respect for him, and I'm like, you know what? He's one of the brothers, and I, in the way that trans women count damn near every other trans woman as their sister, I counted him as, hey, and that's my brother. Let me look out for this man. Yeah. Let me make sure he ain't fucked up in the street and go out, go too far while he's getting cheated on. <laughs> I mean, in a, in a different time zone. <laughs> yeah, it did in a day, though. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's all about. <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> it's all about you know being a good person. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not a good person, you're gonna do you know fucked up assholeish things and whatnot. But you know, yeah, you're right. It, it it's all comes down at the end of the day, just being a good person. Like you knew the guy, whatnot. You might not have known him really well, but you knew him well enough. You knew his name. And you probably knew what he did for a living and. And whatnot, you knew enough about it. He was just like, "Hey, man, this is this is X, Y, Z. This is what's going on," you know. So at the end of the day, it's all about respect. You know, it's kind of like, you. Know, we we as the the the, the group or whatever. Um, I'm sure if we get big enough, we're we're going to be kind of similar to way you know where where trans women they they talk to each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and in the community. So I mean, if if you're you're this guy Joe or whatever, and you're fucked up, and you're you're this down low guy, you're using these women and mm-hmm. and you're leading them on to this just just to get into the bedroom with them. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, <laughs> especially in the community, one girl's going to tell this girl, and they're all going to tell you. Uh, on this guy and be like, hey, watch out for this guy. He's a he's a down low player, uh, whatever. You know, so, I mean, it's kind of like the shoe can be on the other foot now if we become and get a sense of a bigger community and whatnot, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's definitely possible. So, I think we're we're getting there for sure. Um, but, uh, Bree, I'm sorry, Bree Delaney Brown uh I believe the definition of two trans amorous for some people uh, that we've established on this podcast or for some, some of the viewers is, you know, guys shouting it from the rooftops and wearing these t-shirts always like having it, wearing it on their sleeve apparently is being too much, um, which I explained it's reaction or maybe following orders from some of the more politically active women in the community. Like you men need to, put everything on the line. You need to be out there and 
being seen and people need to know. And it's just like this whole thing. So um, we're going to read a few more comments and wrap this up because I know we've been going for a minute. And I thank you for your time, Corey. Um, um, well, actually, this kind of plays into your story a little bit. Um, she says, uh, Alexandra says, we forget that DL men or men that are not out are also not out for safety, just as stealth trans women are not out publicly for the same reason. The fear of safety is legitimately real, physically, emotionally, mentally, and financially. So, <laughs> so I said, uh, yeah, you got, we got the right guy here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Want to yeah. give him the cliff notes? <laughs> Sure, I'll get I'll, I'll, I'll get right in the cliff notes. So, yeah, what that, that statement is totally valid. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, trans women have the fear of being outed or quote unquote clocked as the term is used in the community. Um, same thing for guys like, you know, when I made that video, I, I you know, making a, a long story short, I basically can't prove it. It's all hearsay, but I, I get reliable sources and it's with a big company. I lost out on a contract job. I was making damn good money working in this place up in uh, New England, in the New England area, uh, <coughs> northeastern United States, for those who might be a little bit geography, uh, you know, um, what's the word for it? Challenge. Yeah, there you go, challenge. Um, but yeah, I, I lost out on a job. I was making like three to four grand a week working contract. I was working for myself, 1099, and I was doing about 60 hours a week working this great job. It only was... It was only like um, open like seven to eight months out of the year. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The comments are. I, I got uh, some more comments to put up. Oh yeah, but no, but no, yeah. share, share, bro. Yeah, I was working seven to eight months out of the year. I got four months off. It was a great job, and I was just like right on. Next year came around after I made that video. Originally, that video was posted on Facebook, and then a year later, I did the YouTube thing. But um, <clears throat> a higher up. Uh, with the customer had seen this video and was like, Oh no, 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 no. We, we can't have that guy back on site. He's going to try and cause problems. He's going to try and be, you know, try and sue us or whatever. And plus all the other guys are going to make fun. Oh, he's, he's, he's not going to make it. No, we can't have him come back. So when he goes to apply to come back, um, next, next, next year and come in April, no, just, just don't answer him. Don't reply back to him. No. And I was confused. Like when I heard the job kicked off and I was just like, what the hell? And I did a damn good job, and um, yeah, a buddy of mine let me know what was up, and I was like, "Wow, all right, cool, well, right back at you, you know." <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, Alexandra, right on point. You're right. There are people that are DL for certain reasons, um, for you know, legitimate reasons. Uh, so, and we've talked about on this podcast before with you know celebrities and pro athletes and all that kind of stuff as well. And that's in that situation also where obviously they could be that voice that moves a lot of people. They also have literally millions and millions of dollars on the line. You know, so I can't really look my nose down at somebody who has millions to lose while I have, don't have that much. I'm a regular dude. Yeah. <laughs> regular guys. But we still do have jobs to lose. And, you know, Corey, you know, felt that. And so that shit is straight up real. Um, oh, Tracy, <laughs> I have to say that I am fascinated with this platform. I came up in the 90s, and we can only dream 
of men outside of our immediate circle that bask in their truth, perhaps my romantic life would have been more successful. Thank you, men. Yeah, possible. Definitely possible. Um, um, the guys are J Alva. That's I feel like that's bro code. Facts. Can't violate bro code. Can't violate bro code. Um, let's see here. Also depends. It says it also depends on how long you were dating that person too. Um, this is why I laugh because Tracy could be on one. She said, "Chris King, King of Receipts." <laughs> um, Alexandra about to go on tour. There you go. Yeah, look, I I got receipts. That's 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 a part of the transamorous training. Keep your receipts, and if somebody is mad at you, and it, keep screenshot them chats. So somebody come out and say, "Well, you said this, and he did that." Nope, I got the receipts right here. <laughs> Didn't happen like that, but you know, you can try. Nice try. I know that sounds really fucked up and crazy, but you'd be surprised. You would be surprised. Um, I'm gonna finish these comments so we can wrap it up. Tracy lives in um, New England. It's very conservative over there. Yeah, uh, Teresa says I have an office in in War. What is that, Worcester? Worcester? Uh, no, Worcester. Yeah, Worcester, um, Rhode Island, I think, or that could be Massachusetts. Like, I don't remember, but it was very close to <coughs> where mm. I work. Very conservative. So yeah, man. I mean, apparently it's going down like that. Um, and yeah, yeah, we all have receipts. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, look. Corey, I thank I thank you for coming through, man. And to Roy, who's not with us anymore, thanks for stopping through, bro. Um, I want to give you a chance to um. Oh, apparently it's in Mass, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, okay, yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. John Drew's Mass. Um, yeah. So, hey, man, I just want to thank you for coming on, and um, you know, tell everybody where they can find you. Everybody, uh, Corey's got a dope YouTube channel himself. <laughs> Does videos routinely, so keep you know keep keep track. Go to his channel, subscribe. Uh, tell everybody what what what's the name of the channel? Uh, it, it's Latin, so it's kind of hard to uh, say. It's Librium Curatate. Um, basically, it's Latin for free love. And what I meant by that is like free the love that's in yourself, and just you know basically accept yourself and accept others, that kind of bit. And yeah, I'm on YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah, Librium Curatate. If you can't find um, the channel by looking up the name because sometimes people tell me they, they put the channel name in they get this weird drug that pops up apparently there's a drug called librium something or another weird but you can also just put you know you could probably just put i love trans women and, and i think my video would probably pop, pop up too so but yeah so here's uh here's a look at this youtube channel y'all this is you know we gotta promote here that's what we do Thanks, like this podcast we promote so um <laughs> Here's a look at it for those of y'all that are um, watching us on video. And for those of you who are listening on just audio podcast, Liberum Curatate uh, is spelled L-I-B-E-R-U-M-C-A-R-I-T-A-T-E. And um, really, yeah, you can search. You can also search uh, I Love Trans Women as well. Um, you know, that, that video is definitely done gangbusters, so um you can check that one out but this is the channel y'all so subscribe go there subscribe support the man um but yeah that's where y'all can find Corey. 
And if you're watching this, listening to this, please, please, please go to the Men Like Us YouTube channel and subscribe. We need all these subscribers we can get right now. Trying to hit a trying to hit a a, a, a new follower minimum. So you know, so we can start monetizing this channel because this shit ain't completely free. And now there is an there is a paid member to the Men Like Us um, team. So you know, I have a producer. Her name is Michaela, and you know, she is helping me out with the show. So, black trans woman helping to fuel fuel uh, uh, a podcast of trans amorous men. So good, good, good um, collaboration there. So yeah, all right. Well, that's it, y'all. We appreciate y'all for joining us again. Follow Men Like Us podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Of course, we're on all the podcasting platforms, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So we are literally everywhere you want to be. <laughs> so with that, uh, we will see y'all next week for the guy chat. Um, look out for a possible live video game live stream on YouTube. Uh, the live stream conversations are very raw, way more raw and real than what you'll get here. Trust. So go to the YouTube channel and check that out. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all uh, next week. Thanks for having me, man. Yep.